here we go then, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast, the show where we talk all things Itchers Town Women. Of course, we're proudly sponsored by John Fowler's Solicitors. Big up Mark Kennedy and the team for their continued support. And, uh, well, what a week it's been. Three games, two wins, one defeat, on the road to Essex, on the road to Milton Keynes, been at Felix Doe. And uh, it's going to be a bumper podcast. I'm joined by my co-host and town women skipper, Blue Wilson. And we're joined by record goal scorer, number seven up top, Natasha Thomas. And uh, this is the fourth attempt at doing the intro, Blue. And we're finally here. I can now introduce you. How's things? I was going to say, actually, wherever you are listening to this pod, whatever you're doing, please just take a moment to clap your hands to congratulate Ross in getting an intro correct. Um, Just about. (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, Busy, busy few weeks. Um, But it's it's good to be back on the pod, especially with a three-game week to debrief. And obviously, I think this might be one of our most listened to episodes because of our guest. So yeah, looking forward to that too. Yes, of course. Yes. I think it's been a long time. I was trying to look back on when last time we had Tash on the pods and it's been a while, Tash, but I know you're 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 busy with you know your life and everything. Scoring the goals is standard. But uh, yeah, how's things with you? Yeah, yeah. It's been really busy. Um I generally have no time just to sit down and actually reflect. But yeah, like you say, it's been a very busy week on and off the pitch. But yeah, I am really good, thank you. That's good to hear. And um, I know you've been very, very you know, appreciating on letting us um, speak to you this evening because you just got back from training, got very wet because um, it's, as everyone probably, if you live in Suffolk, it's just absolutely pissed it down, basically. And um, yeah, uh, we're now sitting down here on a nice evening, having a little chinwag. Um, but yeah, Lou, it's good to have Tash back, but um, it's good to have you back. Uh, how, how's things with you? Yeah, um, what have I been up to? Uh, obviously still recovering from the surgery I had, what is it, four, almost four weeks ago now. So slowly building the strength up um, in the gym. Honestly, it feels great. And everyone who's been asking me, how's it feeling and stuff like that. It's almost like I was walking around and just doing daily life with constant knee pain. And although it wasn't bad, it was there. And after a while, you just don't notice anything. That's just life. And then suddenly this knee pain is gone and I wake up in the morning and it's just like being normal. It's, it's so strange and I'm still getting my head around it a little bit because I'm so used to having some something not quite feel right and that being the normality. Um, so it feels it feels really, really good. So whatever the surgeon's done in there, he's done a good job. Um, so yes, taking it nice and slow, building up the strength work um, before I can get get back to doing the fun stuff but um so far so good um I've currently got a very happy knee that's good to hear and Tash you know you've you've known Blue for a long time now um sadly a lot of fans have not been able to see Blue in the flesh um of course you're you're, you've known Blue as I said since she was like 18 when she came to the club um have you missed playing with her and um you know yeah it's just hopefully it'd be great to see her back sooner rather than later yeah absolutely I think it's one of those where um, obviously for herself, when we see her in the um, canteen, we're like, oh, how are you getting on Blue? What's happening? What's going on? She's probably bored of answering those questions, to be honest. Um, but I think for the team and myself, um, it's because we want her back. Um, off the pitch, obviously, she's always there for us, which is great. But on the pitch, like she's part of that clog that keeps us going in the middle of the pitch. So 
when she's back, we'll be absolutely ticking. Um, we've got so many good players that can play in that position as well. So whether we're people are coming on on the field, off the bench, um, we know we're going to have a very solid clog, as we say. Yes, can't wait to see you back, Blue, and I'm sure fans alike, and I think they're happy for the update there as well. Um, I want to quickly talk, Tash, about your um, another pre-season under your belt at the club. Um, ninth season, um, I think I've been corrected now, because I think I put down your eighth full season, but I think it's been nine seasons now. Um, you know, you've been at the club for so long. Um, pre-season, another pre-season under the belt. How was that for you? And we're now, of course, five games in to the season. I think it's been five games. Oh, have I got that wrong? It's been a lot of games. We're playing a lot of games yeah. already. No, yeah. four. four. Is it? Cup game? Cup game as well, I'm thinking. Yeah, five, okay. We're counting. There you go. I'm counting the cup game. Yeah. But um, anyway, Tash, original question. How, how, how was Prezen again now, your ninth season at the club? I think I say this every single time I get asked this. Um, I feel even better. I feel stronger. Uh, I feel fitter. And again, that is down to our S&C coach, Nicola. Um it's, it's quite funny, to be honest, because we'll be like, oh, Nicola, no, not another run. And then by the time we're actually into the season, like, I feel amazing. Like, I feel great. Um, and then, of course, um, Joe obviously wants to manage us as well um, when he's, oh, I'm just going to rest you today. You don't want to hear that. You're like, no, I'm ready. I want to go. But at the same time, you you do kind of understand that. Um, but, yeah, feeling really good. Um, obviously, I'd like to think that I've got off to a very good start this season again. So, yeah, I think I'm going to keep improving on that and see where the season can go. And Blue, we, we, we always chat about Tash's record. I'm going to bring it up again and uh, get your thoughts on it. 185 games, as of this recording, 130 goals. That's uh, that's pretty good. Um, that's just pretty good. It's just, it's unreal. Uh, so yeah, to have a striker like that score on the goals is always good. Yeah, what I want to know is what's coming first, the 200th appearance or 150 goals? Ooh. Maybe both the same game, Tash. You've got to score a few braces, a few hat-tricks, but I wouldn't put it past you. Should I? Yeah. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a ridiculous record. Um, ridiculous. Like you can't, I can't comprehend that, actually. Um, and obviously, like you mentioned, ninth season, that's a, that's a long time. And there's been a lot of transition during that period um and to still be here and one of the not old lot but you are one of the older more senior players um and you've stuck in and still performing um so that's that's great I think it takes a mentality for sure especially when everything in the environment around you is changing so much for you to just keep going be focused on your path um I think it shows definitely some strength um but a question for you Tash after I stopped boosting your ego, which I don't mind doing. Um, so, like, this season in particular, obviously we've had pre-season, we've had the first few games. Um, has there been any changes you sense around the training environment or just generally the group of players or Joe or Nicola or whatever? Um, because obviously we're, we're looking and so focused for constant progression. Do you sense that having sort of spent so much time at the club still this season? Absolutely. Um, I think for me, obviously, being here for nine seasons, you can see the togetherness. I've never been around it at all um, in how together everyone is. Um, even if someone's down, they'll make, we'll all sh make sure that we're picking each other up. Um, just like yourself, even obviously Lucio's been out for a little while. She's back in, which is amazing. Um, she's in full contact today, which is, which is great. 
Um, and obviously you've got Heather Wheat as well. Exclusive. There we go. Good news, good news. <laughs> And we've got Eloise as well, which I'm um, not 100% sure when she'll be back. But again, it's just great to see her around the training ground. And um, I remember, I think it was last week, um, Joni had a few of the girls to come in, just do a few extras. And near enough, the whole squad turned up to do recovery together. I mean, I, th I think it's great. I'd love to have been there, but unfortunately I had work duties, so um, I couldn't be there. But for me, it's the togetherness, um, the desire to work for each other on and off the pitch, pushing each other at training, um, whether you're in the same position or not. Like me and Holly, she'll give me a message and just be like, we're not against each other. Because um, sometimes I think as a forward, you can be like, oh, no, she wants my position, I want her position. But it's not like that. We just want to make sure we're pushing each other as well as everyone else to make sure that ultimately we get the promotion that we, we want and need because um, it's been a few years now. So I think everything's pulling together. We're a together team now. Um, we've got the qualities as well. So we just need to knit all that together and hopefully that will be that will be us this season. Yeah, going back to um, Holly, because I'm um, yeah, full time. Um, I was able to catch a picture of you two hugging at the end and I was just like, that's just great. You know, two strikers just embracing because she's seen you score the winner. Um, so that's, that's a nice moment as well. Yeah, I think Holly herself, she's such a great character to have around as well, on and off the pitch. I mean, she's always there. Like, even if she can see that I'm looking a little bit down, she's like, come on, Tash, next one. And, and that's really nice. I think sometimes you can be in an environment where people just want themselves to thrive. Um, and if if they're thriving, then I, I don't care if they're not thriving. But we know everyone needs to be thriving so we can get to where we are. Yeah, blue. That's that's one difference I've seen. You know, this season, you know, just the just the chemistry and it's everyone in it for you know each other. So that's just great to see. And um, should we should we segue on to the free games? Because yeah, it's it's very rare we have a free game week. Um, we ha we'll have another one next year. But um, but yeah, free different games, um, starting off with a Plymouth game because, uh, well, eight goals scored in this one. Um, a 7-1 win for us. Plymouth, a long way to go. We know the, the trip there and they had to come to us and to lose 7-1 is never good. Um, but yeah, where should we start? We won't go too in-depth on all the games because it's free to get through. But um, we have made a new signing, actually, since we did a podcast. Um, so signing Claxon, uh, Lena Gunning-Williams has signed on loan from Spurs and uh, she scores... Not once, but twice on a debut. So uh, a good start for her. Yeah, for sure. Um, I actually didn't know much about her before um, she came in. Um, but I know a few of the academy girls that knew of her have played against her. And I think she's got quite a big profile. Um, and obviously appeared on some CBBC programme, I think. Enjoy. I've never watched it. It's yeah. I was too old for that. But my sister was like, she was on Jamie Johnson. I was like, yeah, I keep getting told this. Um, but obviously proved her quality in that game. I think it's because she, she, how many session, sessions had she been in, Tash, before that? Maybe one or two? One, yeah. It's one. One. So that's pretty difficult. I mean, she probably doesn't even know all of our names at that point. Um, so, yeah, great performance from her. Um, but all around everyone, really. Um, it was good to see. There was some nice fluid play, obviously on a very, very hot day. Yeah, that's, that's what I remember. It was bloody hot. Yeah, and uh, Tash Lennon's now, of course, played three games since signing. But um, what's she been like? To because she's part of that that front three. Um, and yeah, scored twice. You know, on a debut, of course, you scored twice in that game. Pescott scored twice. Um, but yeah, what's she been like? In th th those three games, of course, three very different games. 
she's a very, very confident player. Um, very good as well. Um, I think she maybe was one of those missing pieces from the front line just to make sure we're all ticking and cooking. Um, but yeah, a very good player. Um, very ambitious as well, which, which is all we want here at the club. Um, we don't want to be stopping where we are now. We want to keep on going. Um, and I think she's she's a very good loan for us. Um, like you say, two goals on her debut. Um, I think also on a debut, you always want to make sure that um, if you can score a goal, because then it won't be in your mind for the next game and the next game after, especially being an attacker player. Um, but yeah, she, she's amazing. Uh, really nice to be around. Um, to say how long she's been here, she's very vocal as well. Uh, and that's what we need. We want everyone to feel comfortable here. And I, I feel like that we give off that environment for younger players and new players to come in. So yeah, I think she's integrated very well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, Blue, um, we wanted to make sure the goal difference gets up because uh, last year we missed out. I hate to go back to last year, but we've got to mention it. But to get seven goals, always good. Of course, we conceded, which is frustrating, but it is what it is. But yeah, Lena getting a double. As I mentioned, Tash getting a double. Peskett, who's just been on fire this season. Um, she scores a brace. So yeah, getting the goals. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, Peskett has been on fire. Ridiculous. Um, she's gone to new levels this season, which is so good to see after after a tricky last season. Um, obviously coming back from the injury and then it's all about getting back into form. I think she's found that form. <laughs> I think we're all, I think I can imagine Tash, you are pretty happy um, that she's also found that form um, because she's yeah just been electric. And obviously Tash, well informed too. Um I think Ruby, I don't think she started that game, but she's obviously a new addition as well. Um, but what's she been like as well, Tash, to be around another young player on loan or a dual registration, whatever. Um, another bit of fire to add to our sort of bench slash starting, to, starting 11. A very good player, winning the ball back. Um, she's a little bit quieter, but she'll show you what she's about with her footwork and how she plays. Um she everyone gets on with her. I think a few of the girls knew her before anyway. So um probably made it a lot easier for her to integrate in with us. But yeah, I'm really excited for the season, to be honest. Um we've started clicking, so as we all keep saying, as soon as we start cooking, it's gonna be unbelievable up front. Definitely, yeah. Depth is looking very good and uh, competition for places and all that. But healthy competition is not like, oh, I'm going to start in front of you. It's because I'm better. It's more, no, it's all a collective and um, it's, it's good just to have those options. Joe must be thinking, oh, what am I going to do? But I um, mean, it's good to have those options. Uh, and then let's mention the final goal scorer of that game. And that is 16-year-old, I repeat, 16-year-old Eva Williams, who shot cross. She scored at the end of the day. It was a good strike. Good strike. Good strike. Yeah. Um, and we're taking credit, Blue, because uh, she was on the pods before this game. Um, and I think, yeah, we were talking about just her ambitions and stuff like that. And yeah, she scores on us, you know, that's her first senior goal. And uh, yeah, to round off a, a very good afternoon at a hot Felix, though, as you said. Yeah. And I think that was a good photo. I've just seen it on a, another another thing on Twitter. I'm not sure what Kieran's posted, but anyway, I've seen it again. And it's a great photo of her just smiling. Um, so, yeah, really happy for her because I think that means, I mean, it means a lot. Any goal, I'm sure Tash would agree, any goal means a lot. But um, to get your first one, um, and we will call it a shot. We'll call it a shot because the first one is 16. Yeah, you got Can't be nabbing that offer yet. Maybe no. when she's sort of 
21, 22, we'll start nabbing those offer. Yeah. Well, if there's a massive deflection, then you go all oh, but because it, it came from our boot and it was just boom. Um, but yeah, yeah, good good for her. And um, she's another standout so far in terms of young players because we mentioned Leah. We have Leah on the podcast, of course, as well. So, you know, players coming through. Uh, Tash, want to mention uh, a milestone as well in this game. Kyra, Kyra Robson, Robbo, 50 games now for her. Um, I know she had a few little injuries at the start of her town career and that didn't come into the team. She wasn't part of that, that original group like Pesket and, and Co. And she had to wait her time. But she, of course, the last two years, she's been unbelievable. And 50 games now for her. Still hasn't scored though. Um, but, you know, what a player she's turned out to be. She is ticking. That's all I can say. Um, she's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, when I'm against her at training, I just put my hand, like, my hands in my head. I'm just... She turns you inside out. She's such a good player. Um, she reads the game very well, and, and not just her her game, everyone else's game. Um, and you hear her on the pitch, she's very vocal. Um, so <laughs> we're literally ticking in the middle. I mean, the only thing, like, I think we spoke about this before, is she gets herself in amazing spaces on the pitch to shoot and score, but she turns back around or lays it off to someone. I mean, she's done it at training and she's hit top bin, so we know she can do it. Yeah. Some some player, they just, you know, they're just unselfish. They don't want to, like, take the glory. They just want to, yeah, as you said, lay off someone else or go backwards or whatever. And it's, you know, but maybe she's just waiting, as we, we've mentioned before. Maybe she's just waiting for that one moment to just <laughs> score a late winner or whatever against a big team or whatever. But Blue, yeah. You know, Kyra, what, what a journey she's been on. We, we had her on the podcast last year and talked about that journey. We'll get her on at some stage this season, hopefully after she's scored her first goal, hopefully, which will be in a few weeks, months' time, whatever it is. But yeah, 50 games, and I think it's now 52. It would be 52 now after the, the two games at Hashtag MK. But, uh, but yeah, what a journey. The thing is, if like, I'm, I'm okay with her not scoring. Mm-hmm. If she keeps performing like she is, like <laughs> you don't have to score ever, Kyra. If you just keep playing like you're playing, like I'm, I'm good with that. I'm sure a lot of the team are good with that. Um, but yeah, it's probably I'm, I'm sure. Well, I know she's aware of it, um, but hopefully it's not in her head too much, and it'll naturally come. Um, there'll be a moment, whether it's just a tap in or whatever. Um, but yeah, she's had a great start to the season, and uh, again, building from uh, a very good previous season. Um, and yeah, just excited to watch her play in the middle because Tash is right, you cannot get the ball off her, she will turn you inside out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she just needs to do a Blue Wilson special, I think. Just pick that's up the what ball, it is, you know. take on every player, and then boom, goal, knee slide, happy days. And uh, that, that's going to be a goal. Maybe it will just be a special goal she'll score. So uh, we'll find out. But yeah, well done to Cora for 50 games. I think Boz is getting close to 50 as well. Mira Boswell, I think that's in a few. I think she's got 47 appearances now, so she's getting close to that as well. So a few players getting a 50. Uh, then let's segue. Sorry to say, because I don't think there's any other business from Plymouth. I think that's just a good, good day, good day at the office. You know, seven goals for town, and yeah, moved on to uh, yeah a midweek game. Um, we only have a few of these this season. Um, a trip down to to hashtag, which is further actually than you think, because uh, they play like in Averley, which is in Essex, but it's like deep Essex before you get to London. So it's actually longer. Um, and of course, a, a late night for all of us. Uh, and yeah, sadly, a 3-2 defeat. Uh, hashtag course, a newly promoted team. Uh, Tash, overall thoughts on this game? A defeat you've scored, of course. Bonnie scoring a late consolation goal in the end. But yeah, frustrating night. But you got to give credit to Hashtag. They're, they're organised. Yeah, they, their style of play is very different, but it works. 
and it shows that it works because they're, they're unbeaten. Uh, they're, they've won every single game coming up from the league below. So you've got, like you say, you've got to give them credit. Um, but for us, I although we lost, I think we took a lot from that game. Um, I know we spoke about it earlier, um, but our togetherness um, last year when we lost against them, it's just totally different from this season. Yes, we lost, but we took the pros and cons. I mean, at the end, um, I don't know where Joe had gone. I think he'd gone off to speak to someone and then came back. But EK, not even playing, she literally rallied us all around and just gave us a little chat. Obviously, it's the start of the season. It's early. Um, but yeah, and then we came straight back into training on the Friday. Obviously, some of them had come in on the Thursday. And the togetherness is just, it's just amazing, to be honest. And I think that is going to be a big key for our season. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, Blue, we won't talk too much about it because, you know, it's defeat. And of course, you know, you've got to talk about defeats. You always look back and reflect and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, my, my sort of verdict on this game was that they just organised hashtags, as we mentioned, and it's just double up, doubling up on players. Pest just couldn't do what she normally can do, although she still was able to twist and turn defenders. But they just, even though she beat two players, and then another player would jump on her and get the ball off her. So, um, and, you know, sometimes... 3G pitches, you can't. It just the how like from Felix though, even though we know the Felix though pitch isn't great at some at times, but sometimes the ball just bounces differently, uh, and I think that's can be an issue as well with our passing game and our possession game. Sometimes just the ball bounces differently. But uh, yeah, Blue, your overall votes. I know you weren't there, but um, for us to get back into the game and you know battled really hard late on, um, the referee at that stage, you know, maybe should have done better in terms of the time wasting and stuff, but it's one of those things. You can't moan about that too much. But uh, yeah, overall verdict on that. Yeah, difficult, um, difficult because you want to win every game. Obviously, uh, we're a team who want to get promoted, and to do that, we know this league is so tough. So of course, those losses more than ever hurt more because we know how meaningful those points are. Um, but like Tash said, they've come up and they're unbeaten. Um, they they beat Portsmouth, which I was shocked by, actually. I was shocked by because I thought Portsmouth had strengthened quite well and I thought they were going to be the team to beat. Um, but they've beaten others and Portsmouth, so they're doing something right. Um, but yeah, yeah. And Oxford, yeah. It's a big, it's a big three. It's a big three. Um, but I watched a few clips and they looked very organised. Um, but I'll pose a question to you both. Um, Tash will probably answer this better than Ross, but I'll, Ross, you can still join in. Um, if you were to replay that game, what would you change? As a team, personally, can be either. Or maybe you wouldn't change it. Maybe you'd take the loss and take it as learning. Not sure. I think it's one of those where we, we do have to take that as learnings. Um, we didn't start well enough in the first half. We, we didn't impose our game onto them enough. Um, I think we're more not worried about them, but we knew what attacking threats they had um, and their left back, very good play. We always knew that. Um, but yeah, I think we just have to take that. Um, like I said, we, we came out the second half and played a lot better, but we, we can't win games if we're only going to play at our best in the second half. Um, and I wouldn't say we're at our best, but we improved. Um, and we just tried to fight and get our way back into the game and it didn't go our way. So like you said, we have to, we have to take that knock and, Get on, go on to the next. Yeah, my my probably answer is um, maybe not concede 
as early. Uh, three minutes <laughs> in, I think we conceded, uh, which is not good for any team. It sort of, I don't know how much that changed your plan a little bit, but yeah, I think it was like third minute we conceded, which is never good. Um, and then did they just score again just before half time? I think it was something like that. Maybe making that up. Yeah, I think they did. So I'm just quickly getting up quickly. I think they just about scored um, just to make it, yeah, 39th minute to make it 2 0. So, uh, it's a good time to get a goal, wasn't it? 39 yeah, minutes. for them. But then, Tash, we came out in the second half, and of course, you were able to pull a goal back, you know, poachers finish. And then you think, here you go, game on. But then, sadly, they then, of course, made it 3 1. You're like, oh, here we go again. Um, then, of course, Bonnie then got a pen, scored hers, um, but just maybe just left too much time you know we didn't have enough time to maybe get that third goal and yeah we just lick our wounds and we move on and um which is mk dons uh milton Keynes stadium mk you know another stadium game i know everyone enjoys that because you know it's gonna be a good pitch good facilities good dressing room and all that um shall we talk tash about the warm-ups because uh when we arrived overcast day you know it's been a very hot week um from the the felix again hashtag game and then this one um very overcast in milton Keynes and you know, you have a little look round the pitch and then you get, you know, back in the dressing room, come out for the warm-ups, um, start the warm-ups, do your stretches, and then you look up and out of nowhere, this mad rainstorm comes. Uh, yeah, thoughts on that? And we'll talk about the delay and everything as well shortly. It, it was really weird. Um, it's like we're abroad, to be honest, because when we first stepped onto the pitch, um, it was just like you were walking, walking off an aeroplane on holiday. Um, and then, yeah, like you say, we then go into the warm up. It's still quite warm at the start, and then all you hear is the rain dropping down on the um, tin roof, and then you just see it come towards you. And, and the rain drops were massive, um, just like what Pest would say as well. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, to be fair, like it helped with the pitch because um, obviously how hot it had been, the pitch was a little bit dry, sticking a little bit. But yeah, the heavens just opened. So I was like, where, where on earth has this come from? Yeah, it was um, it was just mad. I, I will admit, Blue, I did run into the stands. I, I took a few pictures and I went, no, sod this, going into into the stand. And I just was watching the girls warm up and I just I felt sorry for you, Tash and Co. But I think Joe then, after a while, went, yeah, let's let's go in because <laughs> it's not worth. it. And also, they want to make sure can this be? Be though, Ross. I was literally someone was passing me the ball and it was yeah. quite funny because I was looking at the other girls and they were going like this. As if it, <laughs> I was like, that's not going to help at all. No. So. I think it was for those we got most of out, out of our warm-up and it was just not going to do any good. We might as well have just gone in. Yeah, You know it's bad when like the rain is dripping on your forehead and then you've got literal like droplets, like you're in a shower off your chin. <laughs> that's when you know. That's when you know it's maybe time to rethink. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, also, I know you're not wearing your the match kit at that time, but you, of course you don't want to get too wet because then, yeah, you just, it's, just, it's just not good preparation for the game. And of course, you girls go in and then... You know, they, they start rolling the balls on the pitch, which didn't roll. They then try to bounce the, the balls on the pitch. They didn't bounce very well. And, um, of course, the game got delayed. And you always you had that little fear at the back of your mind. Could this be called off? But then also you look at back of your mind and went, actually, no, because it's a football league ground. They've probably got undersoil um, drainage and all that sort of stuff. What was sort of going on in the dressing room, if you're happy to share, um, Tash, in terms of like knowing what's going on? Yeah, I think it was one of those where the girls were just literally tops off and literally trying to put some like dry clothes back on, um, drying our shorts because obviously we actually had our match day shorts on when we warm up, trying to dry those off. And 
I don't think it was really in our minds that it would get called off because we were at such a nice ground and we knew that the facilities that they had to make sure that the pitch was playable. Um, and we were just speaking to each other going, worst case scenario, delayed on kickoff time. And that's what happened. So I think for us, we were just still zoning in um, and just making sure that we were ready for when we were called upon. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 50 minutes was the delay. We, the game kicks off. And uh, Blue, it was it was goalless in the first half. I'm sure you were following on the Twitters. Uh, of course, good old K-Dog doing that. Uh, yeah, nil-nil at half-time. It was frustrating first half. Of course, Tash was on the bench at the time. We'll talk about that, Tash, shortly. Um, of course, you know, three-game week, always good to rest players, although you're ready to start every game because you want to, you know, as players, you want to start. Um, but it's always good to, to, to rest and, and get ready. But uh, yeah, nil-nil at half-time, Blue. Um, but then this, you were there, I think, in the previous game we played MK Dons, and there was a team once again. They, they frustrated us in that one as well. Yeah, and that's the thought that was in my head. I was checking the scores avidly, and I was like, "Yeah, but MK Dons can be a real tricky team." And we seem to like a last-minute winner at the minute. So um, I never really lost hope um, at all, to be honest, because I thought we'd we'd find a way, and obviously we did. Um, but obviously, ideally, you'd want to be. You'd want to be up at that point, but again, shows the character we have. Shows that we're not we're not concerned or worried that things may not be going to plan or how we thought they would before the game, um, and continue to work hard on the pitch. And then, obviously, players coming on to make an impact. That's all you can ask for, really. Just keep. I mean, I'll take one nil uh, last minute winners every day of the week. Yeah, clean sheets and all that as well. Uh, so what was sort of told to you then, Tash? What was the instructions from Joe and, 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 the, and the rest of the coaching staff of what you had to do when you had to come on? I think it was like 60th minute, something like that. Um, what was the instructions? Um, it was just one of those where Joe was like, gave me the nod, um, went through a few little bits, basically. just So I was going to come on as a 10 to start off with. So he was just speaking to me, maybe dropping in the pockets and then one and off because um, I was on the left side 10. Um so, yeah, it was just one of those where um, he was like, just do your damage. Uh, it's it's nil-nil. Uh, obviously, we've got to keep tight, but at the same time, try and get try and get that goal. And, and yeah, I think that happened in the end. Yeah, it did. And I want to get your thoughts on that in, in shortly, Tash, but uh, let's get Blue's reaction to it because um, it's it's there. The footage is there to be seen. Shout out to Regan for capturing it. I'm, I'm sure the VO, I don't know, I don't know what the VO will look like because it's from bloody high up. So you may have not been able to catch it as good, but... Um, yeah, what a strike, Blue. Oh, ridiculous. The contact is ridiculous. I, I, I've never done that in my life. I'd never be able to do that. I don't think it's just not in, it's just not in me. <laughs> but yeah, ridiculous. Um, but I want to ta- ask Tash about it more because I've seen a lot of hype on social media about it and it deserves it. Like the, the finish is crazy. But as Peskett's playing the ball through, in your head, is it instinct to do that? Or are you thinking about the technique that is going to be required? Or are you literally trying to make good contact towards goal? I think it's one of those that I was actually on the back shoulder of the defender. So she and she wasn't really checking her shoulder. So um, I saw Peskett look up. So I just took a step inside in front of the player um, and just knew I just had to put my foot through it. Bearing in mind, I was half turned away from the goal. So I was just like, is this going to have to be a volley? Um, and then my other foot wasn't even on the ground. Um, so, yeah, I just, I just thought I've got to get a good connection on this. Um, and credit to Peskett because she puts it on a plate all the time for me. Um, and it was an inch-perfect cross from her. 
Yeah, she does it all the time. And yeah, it's been there's once again on another day it could have gone over the bar or something, but on that day, internet and I think uh, if I think if you switch quite a few players, and they wouldn't mind me saying this, into that position, sometimes the ball doesn't even make contact with the foot, I think. Um <laughs> but I'd love to know, I'd love to know the XG on that. Not that I'm an XG merchant, but it would be interesting to see because it's so it's such an awkward position to think- make that good of contact and then yeah, I think if I have kept my left foot planted, that's that's going over a sky yeah. over. But because I kind of half jumped and then like, obviously put my foot out for the volley, um, that kept the ball down. But I think if I had had my left foot planted, that was going skyrocket over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I got well, gold season contender there as well. So that's 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 one of the collection. Um, you know, I think Meg's going to be up there because just the scenes and you know, for her first goal, um, that's probably a contender as well. But uh, we're not going to get too ahead of ourselves because I'm sure hopefully <laughs> there'll be some other great goals to come this season. Um, and you've got a good record tash against MK, I think, because you scored last time at Stadium MK. What, what's that like, you know, scoring in a stadium? Of course, sadly, it's not as you know, it's not packed, but it's you know, there's still fans there with the drum and everything like that. But that must feel a bit different when you score in a, a stadium. I think when you're at a stadium, you're like, oh, yeah, stadium game, imagine scoring in front of a crowd. Um, because you saw, you heard the roar when um, they put it out on social media, the goal itself, and they were loud all game, um, home and away. They're a credit to the club, to be honest. And and you just want to uh, be able to score for them and hear that roar because it goes straight to the heart, to be honest. Um, but the only reason I didn't go celebrate into the crowd was because last time I scored at MK, everyone started moaning at me, going, I was going on a marathon run and they couldn't catch me. So I was like, I'll stay with you guys this time when I score, if I score. And so I had I had to keep to that. <laughs> Definitely. I think I moaned to you at the end of the game, like, oh, you didn't like come and run over and do a knee slide. But then I also went, actually, as you mentioned, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe not knee slides. I know you, it's like a, a football league ground and stuff, but yeah, maybe yeah, maybe new slides, maybe not for you. No, no, not for me. I always think of um I don't really want to injure myself and that'd be my luck that I do a knee yeah. slide something. So I just thought now I'll be safe. I'll stay with the girls. We'll take all the cuddles. Yes. <laughs> What's um what is said sometimes in those like cuddles and just you know, you know, just celebrate like just some players just go, yes, get in, or you know, is anything said really? Yeah, well, Boz headbutted me. Was you all right? She went, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was just um, yeah. They're just like I think it was relief because you don't see it on the the video that went out on socials, but on the VO. So we put all of our um, goals and everything together, like little links in the game, and you see Bonnie absolutely just literally hands up in the air and collapsed for. Um, you'll have to see it. It's, it's actually so funny. I wasn't even taking notice of the goal or the celebrations. It was just Bonnie in the background. She didn't celebrate to start off with. She literally was just like arms in the air and literally just fell to the ground. Oh, what a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's Bonnie is just like, she's, she's fantastic. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's a thing as well, Blue, just a relief of, um, you know, because we were, back, you know, knocking down the door, trying to get that goal. We had a few really clear-cut chances, you know, back post, just missing the ball here and there. Um, but that was that just relief with that late, late goal. And, um, you know, I'm sure, as I said, you know, watching via Twitter, when you saw that tweet come up with Tash's gif and everything, and like, yes, got the goal. And um, we then, of course, 
sealed the win in the end when the full-time whistle went. And of course, once again, at the end, everyone was just so happy. I think I got a nice picture of Cairo like, going, yes, with a head in the air. Um, but yeah, just relief. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's... Sometimes there's no better way to win a football game to have that moment where you're like, we almost didn't have it, but we got it. Um, and I think sometimes in those huddles when you've just scored, because the emotions are so high and there is a lot of relief around, some of the stuff that gets said is so like, <laughs> you can tell that you're highly emotional, like, um, but yeah, funny. Um, but yeah, three points is all you can ask for. Obviously a stadium game. Um, it came to my head just then. Hopefully at some point we get a home stadium game. Um, not pressuring, but would, would be nice one that um, I think the fans deserve it for sure. Definitely, yeah. And all you girls deserve it as well. We'll watch this space. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, Tash, sort of round up the three games. How are you feeling after three games in a week? You know, a lot of players have played. Some players have played 90 minutes. Some players have played pretty much, well, so 90, 180, 370 minutes. Um, is that right? No, 270 minutes. I'm trying to get my maths right. It's been a long day, ladies. It's been a long day. I couldn't do the intro. It took me four attempts to do the intro. Now I can't do my maths. But yeah, it's been, it's been a long week, Tash. A lot of games, a lot of minutes, um, a lot of kicks. A lot of tackles gone in. Um, how, how are you feeling and how's the squad feeling? We're, we're feeling very positive. Obviously, we ended the week on a win, which is all we can ask for as a team. Um, and I think Joe will be happy with that as well. Um, I think it's one of those where we know we haven't got many three-week um, games, um, but we got through it. Um, Injury-free as well, which is a massive positive for us. Because um, at the moment, we are we are a little bit light, but we know those players are coming back, so that's great. Um, but yeah, I think it's just positive. And now we're just looking on to the next. We're always looking on to the next, making sure that we're we're like looking on to it, just make sure that we're ready for it. Um, we can't keep looking back and forward. We just need to make sure we're looking at the next game, um, ensuring that we've got all the qualities we need and we know our game plan. So yeah, as I say, looking on to the next. So I think it's uh, bees this weekend at home, which will be great. So hopefully we'll get a lot more of the fans back down there and, and we'll see the little world going on again. Indeed. Um, and that's an absolute segue, Blue, actually, because that's what we're going to look into next, really. Um, of course, we've got a nice home draw in the Cup as well. So another game at Felix Doe, which is always good. Cheltenham Town, uh, we're actually going to be playing them back-to-back weeks. So after the London Bees game, we've got Cheltenham at home and then we've got Cheltenham in the Cup, which uh, that game will be played on October 1st, the first round of the Fornal Cup. So, um, yeah, free uh, straight home games, which is, is nice for everyone. It's lovely. It's lovely. 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 So you don't have to worry about any travelling. Although I do feel sorry for Cheltenham, though. Because back to back weeks, yeah, come to Suffolk. That's right. Um, like, Daniel, oh, I feel sorry for him. But God, thank God it's not us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but London Bees, as Blue, um, as Tash mentioned, Blue, uh, they're next up. And they've not started their season very well. Bottom of the table, four defeats. Uh, six one defeat at home to Billy Ricky last time out. Um, although they frustrated us last year. Um, you know, they, at their place, which was a cold afternoon at London Bees. So, of course, we, we beat them 2-1 and then we beat them 3-0 in the last meeting against them at Felix Stowe. But, um, yeah, a team not started so well, but you can't, you know, anybody can beat anybody in this division, you know. Every point's a prisoner, all the cliches and everything. But, yeah, um going to be a different test. That's it, all the cliches. Um, they are struggling on paper. They are, they are struggling for sure. Um, but we... I think like Tash, Tash has just mentioned, we focus on that game as we focus on our game plan and what Joe is telling us and preparing all the right ways and listen to what Nicola's doing. 
and all of their staff um, to put us in the best position to execute that. Um, and should we execute that well, I think it will be it'll be a good performance and an opportunity to play at home in front of a, a crowd, hopefully some goals from, from the very exciting forwards at the minute. Um, but once again, we it's not it's not that easy in this league. Although they haven't they've I think they've lost four so far, four out of four. They're gonna be resilient, they're gonna sharp shop and make it very, very difficult for us. Um, so it's a fine line between us winning the game by a country mile and actually being frustrated and getting to the last 20 minutes and not and still being at nil-nil. Um, so you never know. Uh, but we have to prepare as well as we can and be really focused on ourselves and how we can perform our best. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the three home games, I have to say. Yes, definitely. Good down at AJ Arena. Although it means I'm going to be in the sweet shop three times in a row. Oh, no. Um, but... My missus, she'll be happy because I always bring the sweets back and she she normally eats them all. So so she'll be happy on that. Uh, but yeah, Tash, three home games in a row. That's, I'm sure that's good for the, for the legs in terms of not, not, not worry about travelling, not being on the coach and going down. Um, and it, this is uh, technically the Bonnie Horwood derby because she's a former London Bees player. Uh, I didn't mention it for the MK Dons game. It was the Lucio Bryan derby with the MK Dons links and stuff like that. I actually said at half time, I saw Lucy, she was, of course, warming up on the pitch. and went, oh, it's the Lucio Bryan derby. And she was like... I know, I wish I was playing, but um, thanks to Tasha, exclusive. She's back contact training and she's back hopefully soon uh, in the 11. So I look forward to that. But yeah, Tash, um, I'm sure you're looking forward to these next three games. Just, um, you know, keep the goals going as well. Yeah, that's it. Obviously, we'll go one at a time, but um, we'll always set up to make sure we're playing the best possible version of them. Uh, so we'll just ensure that we can be our best possible version. Um, if we can rack up the goals, absolutely perfect. But at the same time, we just need to make sure we get the three points. Um, I think the first goal is going to be vital. Um, if we can get that early, perfect. And then we've just got to shut our shut our doors down to make sure that they can't get, get a goal back themselves. And then just keep them going from there, to be honest. Um, obviously, we'll have our crowd behind us. Uh, hopefully, we can bring some new faces there as well. So, yeah, really looking forward to three home games on the trot. Yes, bring it on. Yeah, if, you, if you're free on a Sunday, come down, AJ Arena, 2pm kickoff. Um, but though it has been, I've seen a lot of new faces, which has been good to see. And even some faces I've seen at men's games on a Saturday, they're now coming to you know the game on Sunday. They're bringing their daughters, they're bringing their sons, they're bringing all the family, um, just having a good day. Um, I think there's a few that went to, which game was it? The, the rain game, the Billy Ricky game. They were like, I don't know if I can come again after all that rain. But no, they did come back for the next game and um, they went, oh, it's a lovely day now. So it's fine. It just, you know, it, British weather, it changes all the time, which just, yeah, is what it is. Uh, but Blue, um, any other business from yourself? Um, it's just been a, it's been a busy early start to the season, um, but it's, that's, what, that's what we want, though. We want games thick and fast and just, just playing. Yeah, definitely, definitely for a rhythm purpose. Um, any other business? Only, was there any notable away day food? Now... I know, or no, most of the girls went and got a Nando's after the game. And funny enough, I sat down because I'm um, where the entrance is to go into the Stadium K is like the Hilton like hotel. And I was sitting there um, with Tom Can, who's an EADT reporter covering the game. And I uh, was sitting there and Joe came on and spoke to him. And then Joe went and came back and he just dropped basically loads of sandwiches. And he went, are you hungry, Ross? I was like, yeah. And he just oh, gave yes, me all these sandwiches. Hungry. Yeah, from last um, season they did the same. Yeah, um, and I had like one, and I was like, mm, it's just a ham. Like I was like, if the girl's not going to eat, I'm not going to eat them. So yeah, we went. I got some food as well because uh, there's 
Brett MK, even though um, it's roundabout town, you know, Leo Stadium, you've got Papa John's, you've got Nando's, you've got Prezzo's, you've got a Pizza Express, you've got all your TGI Fridays, you've got Bella Italia, you had KFC, McDonald's, you've got all the selections. So I think all the girls went and got a Nando's. Um, so yeah, there was no like, proper away day food in terms of, you know, in the in, in the stadium itself because, uh, yeah, the sandwiches were, it was just sandwiches, which I've got no beef for sandwiches, but I don't, you know, don't want that as, you know, I'm sure Tash, as a player who's just played, the amount of minutes you played, it's not probably the ideal food you want to eat after a game. No, not for me. It's just like when you see pizza, pizza at the end of a game, I'm just like, no, that's not my recovery food. <laughs> So I'll usually we'll stop off on an away game. So I usually just go and get um get some food there. So yeah, not for me. <laughs> no, yeah. So blue, Sally, no rating. Um, oh, I think yeah. I um I had a Mars bar a hashtag. Um, shout out to Joe's mum. She gave me a Mars bar at full time. Um, because it's, uh she just had a spare one, and I just thought I'm about to go and buy a chocolate bar, and because it's a bar. And I don't no, don't worry about that. Have this one. I was like, happy <laughs> nice. What um, a woman. Brilliant work. Good old Carol. Carol and Bill. Shout out to them. I'm sure they're listening. They go to every home and away game, supporting Joe up and down the country. So, um, yeah, shout out to them. And shout out to all the fans who, who go to the games home and away. Uh, it's good to see them. Uh, but, yeah, Tash, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thanks for joining us. Uh, do you want to shout out the, the foundation, the work you do there as well? Another, another season doing that. I always have a little snap of you in the director's box for the home games. Yeah, no, it's, it's a credit to be involved, to be honest. Um, I'm just trying to always do what I can off the pitch as well as on the pitch. So, yeah, for people that know about the foundation, obviously it's on the back of our shirts as well. So all the support is welcome. Um, and obviously if you need anything from me, then you know where I am. Definitely, yeah. Shout out to you. And of course, Connor Chaplin, both of you guys are trustees for the for the foundation. Um, well, Blue, it's been another great show. Uh, London Bees then, final shout out. I think the, when you mentioned about Evie Pitcher, um, of yes, that's, that's the tickets. Tickets. So, um, of course, there's season tickets this year. So, if you want to get a season ticket, I think it's 65 quid for an adult. Don't know the other prices for the other ages, but there's a season ticket now. So, if, if you want to get a season ticket, you can get access to all the games. But if you want to just pop up for a game when you're free, um, there's they're available online, or you can just turn up on the day and you can get a ticket basically on the gate. So, uh, come down AJ Arena, AJ Arena, and Felix Doe, 2 p.m. kickoff, London Bees in the league. Bring it on. Well, Blue, take it away. Outro, as we always do. Yeah, firstly, a big thank you to John Fowler's Solicitors for sponsoring the pod. Um, I haven't seen Mike in a while, but I look forward to seeing him soon. Um, I know he's busy with all his, his other bits in goalkeeping coaching now. Um, but yeah, big up to them. Once again, thank you to you, both of you two. Um, I know you're both busy individuals, so um, great to have you on the pod. And yeah, we'll see you next week after London Bees at home. Get down to Felix, so be nice and loud and hopefully we'll see a few guys.